Welcome to It's a Sublime Life. Inspiration on living an excellent life and seeing the beauty already in life. You can find It's a Sublime Life on most social media platforms. Just search for It's a Sublime Life. conversation today with James Rogerson. Thank you for coming on the show, James, whose passion is wildlife. He's a naturalist and photographer. We're exploring the wonderful wildlife that you see and take pictures of. And just exploring that as a way of enjoying life a little bit more and also the possibility of the therapeutic benefits of yeah, that. Yeah. So, shall we start with a bit of background on yourself? How did you always know that this was wildlife was your passion? Yeah, that's that's true. The, the, uh, there's always been a, a fascination with animals and the natural world and being outside. And I think even as a kid, you know, things like I, I think I had a, a games console for all of five minutes and then sold it like the day after and bought a fish tank. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it was like a Christmas present that I thought might be a good idea, and then so you know it's it's always it's always been there. Um, so I was a, a zookeeper initially, I worked in a few uh, zoological collections, and then went into teaching. And the photography thing is kind of a relatively recent uh, addition, um, but that's sort of come about from finishing my teaching job due to ill health then not really being able to go back to work. And then when I could, I just thought, well, I'm going to do the things that, you know, things that I wanted oh, to do. Wow. Yeah. So I, I got an autoimmune condition that sort of meant that uh, work was just, it was just impossible. And it took a long time to get a diagnosis and my mobility was really limited. So I could walk, but not very far. Goodness. And once I got the diagnosis and the medication and you know, things were sort of evened out, I just sort of thought, well, yeah, what's more important, you know, it's just to try and do the things that you've always wanted to do rather than what everybody expects you to do. And, yeah, you know, it can be a real catalyst for change, can't it? Yeah, something, it is. Something yeah. like that in your life that's so um, broad in its effect of how you live your life and you yeah. can really take, have a, an analysis of everything. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, because your, your, your background is sort of the... You know, fitness type stuff mm. I mean my was I was obsessed I used to train every day probably two hours a day and, and, I, and I pushed myself and it was the, the control mechanism and that is I mean, essentially what happened to me it's uh, almost like arthritis but it's the uh, tendons and the, uh, soft tissue connective tissue right. that was affected and uh, it's a very rare condition so 300 cases ever worldwide but one of the triggers is uh, is overtraining you know, really yeah, yeah. Goodness. So, you know, the one thing that was sort of hold, held everything together for me disappeared very quickly. And uh, once that wasn't really an option, I still do, I still do sort of a little bit of exercise and very, you know, I say light, it's light comparatively to what I used to do. Uh, so the, the focus had to sort of shift really to something else. So it almost feels like I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> Not that I mind. <laughs> I, I, I guess. I mean, you mentioned that I do, I do yoga, and for me, yoga and exercise, this is probably my number one thing that 
um, has me enjoying life, uh, that makes me feel human again, yeah. that makes me feel connected uh, to everything again. Um, almost anything can happen that day if I've exercised in yeah. the morning and it just it just goes over my head or I feel different about it than I would what I would do if I hadn't had that exercise. And I know this thing that I'm talking about is comes from different places for different people and I think what I've picked up from you is that the wildlife is your passion and, and maybe that that is one of those things for you that well just m- makes life better this yeah is what you... yeah yeah I could I could not do it I mean it's you're right, it makes life better, but it's also, it's a bit like a, it's a bit like a manic sort of relationship because <laughs> it can, it can go really well. I mean, it does go really well. It's amazing. And you're on such a high, you know, you can spend weeks waiting for something to happen. Uh, and when you get the results, it's fantastic. Uh, but when you don't, it's, 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 it, yeah. <laughs> <But> it's <laughs> Frustrating. Almost, yeah, yeah. It almost feels like sort of like it, it's going to happen. And this, yeah. this is the next trip where you might have been visiting a site for Know, several weeks or tonight's going to be the night it's going to be the night and even you know you build up this sort of a series of you know you're waiting for the right moments the mm. right shot and when it does happen yeah it's fantastic probably not that dissimilar to, to, the, to the exercise thing as well really you know I mean, if you've got a particular goal you've got to invest what seems like months weeks months with, with with you know little sort of results if you're trying to achieve a particular thing but all the little things yeah. have to add up short term pain for long term gain yeah yeah, yeah makes sense. um so I, I suppose that's worth it in the end else you, else you wouldn't do it you wouldn't be there every day trying you know looking for that but i suppose t- i suppose what happens when you take the photography element out and you're just i don't know day off and enjoying wildlife what it how is that a different sort of a thing the the it, it, it's the, the photography's kind of an, an addition i would probably be doing it anyway i've not i've always done that i've always sort of gone out and find you know wild places and be out in, you know in, in green mm. spaces it just does make mm. you feel better there's the exercise element you've got to get there in the first place and then mm. just spotting stuff and i did that before i was ever interested really in photography mm. um so but the two just sort of go hand in hand now mm. and I, it's, it's, it's rare that I go out somewhere and don't have a camera okay. with me. But, um, yeah, it'd still be something I did. Even if I wasn't taking pictures, I'd still, yeah. I'd still be doing it. Is it more relaxed when you don't need a, a picture? It, uh, is it...? Yes. Possibly, um, but then if if you know if you if you saw the situation arose and there's something interesting that you know you, you could be getting good shots of, you'd <laughs> probably, probably sort of kicking yourself for not for not taking it. Yeah. So a good a good example. I mean, like I've worked uh, last last year, I worked as a guide in one of the parks in India, and um, some of the guests you sort of gauge from the guests you know from the way they were the ones that I would take out whether I take my camera with me or not. You know, if, if there were serious sort of professional photographers and they wanted a particular thing done, you tend not to take your, your, your own equipment with mm-hmm. you. So you could just enjoy it and enjoy helping them get the shot and enjoy mm-hmm. watching the wildlife. Oh, and, uh-huh. and, and yeah, you didn't have to have the camera with you. Um, 
so you're right, it can perhaps you know, add a little bit of a sort of, you know, you've got something that you need to achieve, whereas if you go without it, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And I, I mean, you mentioned the outdoors, and for me, um, I have that instinctive appreciation of the outdoors, and particularly, for example, if you go up to the roaches and you're on top of uh, that uh, cliff, and you look out and it's breathtaking I feel oh, I don't, like like that expanse of it all um, it sort of makes anything anything bad seem insignificant it and puts things into perspective, yes exactly yeah. and I've got that instinctively within me um, I'm not. I'm not sure that it's instinctive within me uh, an appreciation of wildlife in the same way. So I. I was just wondering. It can that be learned? Can that? Um, you know, is there something you would say that you need to look for or do that I can get more out of it of, of wildlife maybe? Um, if you've. You know, you, you can see the beauty and the, the, the appreciation that you see in that big sort of landscape. Mm. And you can see it in something small as mm. well. Mm. Like, you know, a good example here, the, uh, in amongst the city in, in Stoke, you know, you've got this mm. network of canals. Yeah. And uh, wildlife is sort of, you know, it's not, it can be hard to find in the city, but we've got a great population of kingfishers up yeah. and down the canal systems. And, and I saw that picture that yeah, you uh, sent me. It was amazing colours on that. They are, yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they're so stunning. I mean, you can't not appreciate something like that. And, and to be able to watch mm. it, and there are certain spots where you can watch them, and watch them fishing, and, you know, watch them interacting with the environment. And to me, that's just as maybe probably even more impressive and yeah, you know, perspective gaining than uh, standing on a you know, cliff top. Yeah, you don't because maybe you don't expect it. You don't expect it there. And yeah, you don't. Expect, and if you, you've, got, you've got to invest. I mean, it's, maybe it's not immediate. Something like you can go up onto a landscape and it's always there. Mm-hmm. With the wildlife, you could be, perhaps you know you've got to take the risk. But then that risk is you know mm. when when you get the reward, it's, it's it's worth more. But whether it's there instinctively, I don't know. And probably can be learned, but then you know people have different things yeah yeah that you know inspire them you know yes, it doesn't have yeah. to be being outside it can be you know, in, you know being creative indoors and yeah you know yeah. even tinkering with an engine you know you still get yeah. a similar sort of buzz from yeah two people have different interests course, yeah. and i mean i can for example if it you know if it's a lion tiger leopard and I see something like that. And I don't know if this is because I don't see them here in this country, you know, in the wild. It's something different to me. But, it, you know, when I look at that, that's... Um, I can... It's difficult to describe. And maybe I sound funny in, in the way I'm about to describe it. But, but I'll say it anyway. It, it feels like I'm looking at something that is more powerful than me and 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 it's oh, i don't know I'm, I'm kind of you've got to appreciate that yeah 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 the big things the big cats and things they always inspire everything. people they tend to be uh, more popular but um oh do they it, they, do, they t- do i mean people go and they like yeah 
harking back to this, you know, this work in India, people go to look at the tigers, that's why they're all there. So it's very difficult to try and engage people with everything else, mm-hmm. with the birds and with the, the deer and the you know, monkeys and you know, all the other species that they could see. And yeah, you would get lots of people get a little bit frustrated if they didn't see their tiger, but that's, that's, <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's, that's, that's the risk, you know. But then it's, again, <clears throat> It, it is worth it, you know. I, I think I, I've been to other, been lots, you know, a few, quite a few different places. In the past couple of years, I've travelled different continents. And Africa's amazing, it's incredible. There's lots of immediate wildlife there. Um, locally in the UK, it's a little bit harder unless you go to Scotland. Um, but um, some of these things, some of these 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 harder to reach, uh, harder to see species like tigers, you know, yeah, they're incredible, they're impressive. Uh, but if you you know invest invest the time and going and seeing stuff, it's uh, whether it be little kingfishers or tigers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I don't think it's something's got to be necessarily big, and it's not yeah. the landscape thing. It doesn't have to be. You know, you just yeah. appreciate the beauty and the small things. But I've always got like bugs and stuff as well. Really? So yeah, they're the small things that you know, and they're easy to find. Yeah. And a great thing, you know, I mean, lots of you know nieces and nephews are fantastic. The, 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 you look at the way kids love like ladybirds and, and you, know, <laughs> you say is it instinctive well, yeah it's, it is isn't it mm, yeah I think you just jerk to any, any little horror and I was a little horror but I loved little you know things like that <laughs> and uh, interestingly you, you're talking about instinctive I've, I've got two children and what and, and but my youngest you can really tell it's instinctive that she adores anything fluffy and furry <laughs> she will go to you know if we go and she will she can't help herself to go up and stroke and kiss and everything these dogs um, and bugs as well she loves but the eldest one no, no. <laughs> so it's, it's the two different beings and yeah. yes okay. ca- ca- you know it's instinctive to one maybe not to the other yeah. um, I guess it, it so if it is or if it isn't instinctive, I suppose, where where would you suggest it in this country or another country that they could go to? Or what basic things could they do to go and appreciate wildlife? I mean, obviously, the best thing to do is start at home. It's easier, isn't it? But, you know, there's always outdoor spaces. If you don't have a garden, um, parks, the canal network. I mean, it's in some places it is really quite pretty. You know, people don't, yeah. you know, there's the... In the cities aren't necessarily the obvious place to go and look, um, but I'm always looking for unusual, unusual spots. Um, there are groups um, I forget now. You have to have a look. There's, there, if you go onto Facebook, there's, there's local a couple of local groups that look right. at different places, um, uh, urban wild spaces and things like that. I forget mm-hmm. what they're called. You have to look yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, I'll there. put it on the yeah, show notes. Yeah. Uh, around the sort of you know, Burzum, sort of Middleport area, the old industry areas of Stoke, okay. which have you know green spaces which are accessible and you know you can go and see stuff. You just don't think it's there. It has the benefit of it being maybe a little bit quieter and it's not where people just take their dogs. Wildlife reserves. So finding somewhere where you get a more of a genuine experience and it's not just like you know being in a park in the middle of the city. Yeah. Um, the wildlife trusts, you know, locally, you know, having a look at where they're, you know, they're, they're based, and you know, they've got lots of deep haze. It's really good, you know, locally. Gosh, I haven't and been it, there in a long time. It's nice, mm-hmm. you know. It's a nice, it's it's a nice, it's a nice spot. You know, there's nice open areas of water. 
There were, you know, there's badger sets, there's foxes, there's kingfishers, there's you know, lots of different things to see. Mm. Um, well, I guess it doesn't have to be expensive. It's free. In, in it's a free. Of, you don't have to pay uh, to park. There are these wildlife yeah. trust places. You just turn up and you know you can have a walk around and you mm. know, no problem. Obviously, you know, internationally, you know, looking at diff- other different countries, you know, Africa is, is incredible, and it's it, mm. it's 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 expensive, and you can understand, you know, it's not it's. Um, it's it's out of a lot of people's means, and it was, was certainly out of mine. Just a change of circumstance, and I, and I often sort of abandoned everything else and just did this instead of any, anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think I've got a I've got a, definitely got a grown a fondness for, for India. It is a little bit cheaper. Traveling to India is a little bit cheaper. Represent you know in comparison okay. to Africa, it's not oh, as good. Okay. The safari experiences aren't as well developed. Okay. Um, you know, and it's. Uh, it's 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 a it's a very different a different experience, yeah. um, but it's a little bit unpredictable because most people are going to go and they're going to go and see want to see you know one thing or big cats and things like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Less guarantee. Maybe? Less guarantee. So you've got that yeah. risk. It, it's you, you either get people going away with you know, being in places and it's the best thing that's ever happened to them, or if they paid for sort of two weeks to go and see in India and haven't seen a tiger, then it's. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, they maybe you know, don't feel quite so fondly about the country after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Scotland, I think it is to say that. If I'm, you know, you talk about you know expense. I mean, look, Scotland's fantastic. It is. There's you know there's places you can go and see um, red squirrels, otters, and you know a lot of the a lot of the animals that and the wildlife that used to be in this country. Because yeah. England is one of them. You know, the most densely sort of uh, urbanized countries in the world. Yeah. You know, um, even at, even most of our green space is, is literally just grass for grazing for agriculture. There's very little wild space in England comparatively mm. to you know to anywhere else. But you know, you go a little bit further north and you get into Scotland, the Scottish Highlands, and the West Coast, uh, and there's so much to see there. You know, so if you can get if you can get up to the west coast of Scotland, exploring rock pools, you know, getting crabs and starfish out of the sea, you know that sort of thing, and yeah. you know, it just it's which is where I think I got it. I got it from. Going up to the west coast of Scotland with my parents. Really? Yeah. I love. Um, I mean, you just mentioned the sea. I didn't even. It, it didn't occur to me. Of course, the sea for what? Yeah. Mm. I mean, it depends where you go because you could say the sea, a, a, a rocky sort of coastline with beaches, and the west coast of Scotland is is probably one of the best places. The Gulf Stream runs up along the west coast. It's a little bit warmer. There's more. There's more life there, you know, there's more things that you can see and explore. And just to take a bucket, you know, and, and catch crabs yeah. and you know, look at look at the limpets and the anemones and the little fish and it's very easy to do. But yeah, yeah. that's uh, you know, I, th- I think that's the thing, you've got to make it especially for kids. It needs to be relatively easily accessible. Mm. You can't expect them to sort of sit and wait for yeah. hours. No, I've, had, no. I've had friends who said, Oh, you know, you take take my daughter with you when you when you go, you know, next to <laughs> <laughs> like they're not going to like it. <laughs> we've got, we've got, okay, we've got six hours of complete silence <laughs> in the cold, possibly in the rain, and you know they're, they're not going to enjoy it. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, somewhere where it's immediately accessible. Yeah, the coast is a good is a great place to start. Yeah, you get you're getting me all inspired. Yeah, and the contract's not perhaps not the ideal place. It really it, it isn't. There are a few there are a few sort of little gems. But you know, one of the benefits is you can get onto the M6 fairly easily. You can travel to other places from Stoke-on-Trent fairly easily. I guess, as well, some people like to uh, feel like being helpful, have a purpose in life, and 
if you care about these animals, there are things you can do, not only just to go and see them, but help them. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I love wildlife, but I'm not sort of a, I'm not a sort of bunny hugger type, really, you know. I, I, I think, you know, it starts with the habitat, really, you know, maintaining the habitat, appreciating it. Very difficult, isn't it? You talk about what little, what little things you can do. We're tied into a system where you, 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 you need to use plastics and you need to use fuel in your car, mm-hmm. and you, you know, you, we are just these consumers. Um, ways of helping, you know, just being aware and 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 and, try, and trying to, you know, so you do little things like picking up your own other people's other people's litter that, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's not just not that difficult, but yeah. when other people see you do it. Yeah. It does. It does sort of send a bit of a. It sends a message, you know. Yeah. It it can be very difficult, especially in the middle of a city, and you're in the in the face of you know, sometimes a bit of a mess. Because yeah. um, they bring. It, I mean, you talk of plastics, and for instance, straws. Uh, a lot of people now yeah. either don't do straws yeah. at all, or they're paper straws. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you, the, the, this this sort of this highlight recently on you know the plastics in particular going mm. into the oceans and it's getting back into the food chain. Um, we can make better choices about the things we buy and try mm. and sort of you know use less, but you're still using some. Yeah, and a lot of that stuff that gets into the ocean comes from uh, countries that don't have the infrastructure to deal with waste. So whilst we've got you know yeah. The, plastic straws, plastic bottles, whatever, you know, a lot of it's recycled. If we've got the option to recycle, people do. I and mean, it's, you know, generally you, you, you do what you you can yeah. within the system that, you know, guides yeah. you and, and, and you're part of. Yeah. So if, if like, that's like the smoking ban. If, you know, if all of a sudden, some, you know, the, the, the government decided to sort of write, well, you know, un- unfortunately some industries are going to suffer, but we're not, we're not doing plastic bottles anymore. We're not doing plastic straws anymore. People would have to adapt. It's down. Yeah. It's, it's it really is generally down to the government. Actually, yeah. you say what make a difference. Make a difference with you know with the way you vote. Unfortunately, people yeah. always put the yeah. economy the economy first, understandably. But you know the the government who has the best sort of environmental policies. Yeah, it's, I guess there's so many basic things and big things that you can do. Yeah, the, I mean, the, like the link isn't that we put everything into landfill. A lot of the, the, the non-recyclable waste goes into landfill. It's there. It's, it's 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 unfortunate. It's in the ground. But all that stuff, most of it that goes out to the ocean is from countries in Asia, because <clears throat> it just goes mm. into the rivers. There is no waste collection right, system. Right, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's right yeah. that we should be doing something about it because this this waste problem is just a mountain issue. It's not it's not going it's not going away. Even though we're sticking it in holes in the ground rather than putting it in the river, it's still bad. Yeah. But uh, a lot of that comes from you know, countries, particularly in Southeast Asia. It just goes in. It does, there, there is no, you know. So yeah, this, course, so that the responsibility yeah. really is with the, the the companies that produce this stuff mm. and, and governments and you know the people that you know have the power to say you're not doing that anymore. Yeah. And there are alternatives. I, I um, got some mail from, let me think, is it the National Trust? And mm. they, it's a bump of paperwork and they normally sort of put it all in plastic through your letterbox. But this particular time, it's in a, it looks like plastic. Oh, right, okay. But it's it, biodegradable. It, yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. But for a long time I've been thinking, it's not bags that isn't there are an issue it's the fact that they're plastic so mm. why 
why make them out of plastic? It's, Surely, it, it, I think um, the, the balance is that it, it, the, there's companies that you know and livelihoods that depend on the production of those those items. Yeah. Mm. So whose place is it to say, well, that's not good for the environment, so I'm sorry, you know, you, your business, you're out, you're out the job now, you've got to do something else. Uh, I mean, in the long run, really, that's the, the, well, the, 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 that's what that's what's got to happen. People have got, I mean, use the smoking ban as an obvious example, it's probably the most dramatic sort of, right, you know, yeah. UK, you're, you're not doing this anymore. And there was so much opposition, and there would be so much opposition, opposition but it, if it, you know, if it happened... People have got to fall into line, and once you start, you know your habits change. People don't even notice anymore. Mm -hmm. So the onus is on is on the government. There's lots of little things we can do. I think I think voting in the right people. If they even voted, the, envi well, the environment's certainly secondary, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I think you're probably right. The, how much money is in people's pockets? Is yeah, yeah, or, or you know. The, there's things like, I suppose, little things like also, I mean, I don't know, what are your thoughts on, because I see a lot of um, petitions uh, to government flying around on Facebook, you know, this is happening in this country, mm. let's stop it, and do you sign any of them? Do you, what, is that good to know? I, th I think there are a lot of them flying around mm. and, and, and in general I, I don't think that they're, they're taking that much notice of um, mm. certainly with the ones you know the government uh, the, 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 um, you can you can raise them can't they, so it's to, be, you know, to get something debated in the House of Commons I think it's 100,000 signatures isn't yeah. it and then it'll so that's, that's a great way of getting you know uh, public opinion and things that are you know in front of the people that make the decisions yeah. So, like a fox hunting, I think that did that take yeah, hundred thousand pounds. The, there was the, there was something. Um, well, there was the, the Labour government that uh, introduced the, the fox the ban on sort of with hunting with dogs. So um, the, the 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 Tories have uh, one of the first things they tried to do was repeal the, the hunting with the ban on hunting with dogs because generally they are uh, oh they they're hand in hand with with with. With wealthy landowners and their sort of interests, yeah. uh, and they have this sort of you know this countryside management, and their idea of the countryside is a very sort of traditional view, which mm. <clears throat> at one time was you know maybe you know from a welfare perspective not great. Lots of people don't agree with it, but but sustainable. But in a country where we have so little, so few wild spaces, um, it, I, I just just it just isn't. It's a not necessary. Well, not not necessarily. We're actually, but we're quite. We consider that you know that England and the UK to be quite sort of forward and thinking in terms of conservation. You know, we consider ourselves to be you know well you know developed and having done quite a bit of travel, I, I realise that we're not. We're so we're still sort of steeped in tradition and mm. you know things that were going on in the Middle Ages and and, <laughs> and, and, and that they're things that people sort of hold hold dear and it's very difficult because you've got two very you know different sides you know with different arguments and. Mm. Both of them have extremists on, on either side. Animal rights mm. extremists don't do any favours to the, the you know the opinion of the general public, and the people on the you know the the, the, the pro sort of fox hunting and badger call side don't do yeah. any favours either. Yeah. Uh, and and really you know finding that balance in the middle is 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 very difficult. But using other countries as an example, you know hunting it can it is just a illegal full stop of wildlife in India. You think of India oh. as being like a you know it's a a third world country yeah. and it is in places but their their ethos with conservation is you know if there's a national park like national parks in england 
are generally that they're, they're for posh people to go and shoot birds out of the sky with shotguns that have been introduced from another country anyway aren't part of our natural ecosystem uh, just ludicrous and then they kill other wildlife that might kill the pheasants that they want to shoot or the grouse that they want to shoot you know all to to, to keep a handful of people in employment uh, and, and allow people to use land in a certain what traditional what they call traditional way yet in india you get a national park access is strictly controlled they've moved villages out of this is the only way they've managed to get certain species certain species of deer for example you know they were almost extinct uh, and um, this sort of extreme sort of uh, action well not extreme but you know full-blown positive action to do everything they can to, to conserve the environment and you know uh, preserve things as, as they should be it, wow. it, it has worked you know, and, and I think it's different, different really in, in, in India, you know, possibly people who might have suffered, even though there are people who are, comp are compensated properly, you know. Yeah. Um, if there's opposition, then, you know, government, they, they just go, well, it's happening anyway, you know, tough. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah. I probably wouldn't wash, you know, in this, in this country. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's a very different approach. And, yeah, we don't set a good example internationally. We really don't. I mean, we've been responsible for, like, the pillage of our country and other countries and, and, mm. and uh, we, we've got a long way to go i don't think i certainly don't think under under our cur current uh, government i don't think things are particularly rosy so that's probably the first place to start really with getting the right people in power yeah it's interesting isn't it to uh, understand what's happening in, in other countries and have that comparison yeah because you, you, you just sort of accept things and this is the way they are and you know yeah, it's been a real sort of eye-opener looking at the way other countries deal with things. They're not without problems, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, they're all sort of shiny examples, but yeah. uh, it's a very different approach. Yeah. So what's your idea, what, I guess, what's your personal idea of, you know, a sublime life and, you know, what what does your life look like? What What's contained within your life or how you choose to look at life that makes it sublime? Uh, so, pursuing the things that are important to you, it's very hard to, to balance that, you know, you get sort of caught up in a, you know, making ends meet and those things become a priority, of course they do. Um, I mean, in a sense, you know, the, having, having an illness and breaking away, Given me that opportunity to do things, you know, do things differently. I thought it's um, it's hard to it's hard to go out and do something different. It is. It's yeah. very it's very hard. So you feel sort of you know preachy. You know you should be doing this. You should get out. You know explore and explore more and devote more time to you know breaking away from the sort of drudgery. And I guess it's courage. It's courage, and you need you need even more courage to do that. If you haven't had uh, an experience like you have, isn't it? It's, yeah, it, yeah. You, you, yeah. It's a bravery, I guess. Yeah. Lots of people, lots of people do, lots of people do, um, and lots of people fit it in with a. You know, I, I'm lucky in the fact that I don't have, you know, I don't have anything. I'm not you know, children dependent on me. I can, I can kind of, you know, flit around and you know do things mm. like that. But, um, I guess it's, a, you know, courage and bravery is needed because. It, maybe that's a fear of 
well, it could be different things for different people, but like maybe a, a fear of failure. But mm. but so what? So what mm. if you fail? So what if you? Okay, this isn't working, and I just have to change it a little bit. You know. Mm. Uh, so what? And you've tried. So you. What do you prefer? Get to your end of your life and think. I yeah. never tried that. I never yeah. give that a chance. I mean, it, yeah, I think I think it's sort of you know if you, if you look at um, people's so my own social media profile, you look at the um, you know great pictures from all over the world, and, <laughs> and, and, and I, I mean I know I speak to friends, you know people are a bit like jealous and can be a bit like you know well it's, you know, it's easy for you, you know, <laughs> uh, but you think but that you know like everybody else, you just that sometimes you're absolutely in the pits of despair and something's aren't going to plan and it's you just think what the hell am I doing. It, it's not it's not all sublime no you know, no it isn't, you know, it isn't and, and you, you, you know you really take a lot of sort of you know rough you know a lot along along with that and, and thinking this is just pointless why what am i doing you know take a break you know, you've got to you've got to be able to be able to do that as well yeah i get, get some to, perspective yeah you've got to be able to think right okay i just need to just, just sit back a little bit and think okay well, what am i going to do and then if you don't know what to do it's okay to do nothing uh, and you know, it's not giving up. It's just sort of you know, taking a step back and then. Yeah. Look at other doors. Look at other options. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's that's fine. <laughs> what so? I mean, you you spoke about um, this autoimmune. Did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, luckily for you, they even found out what it what it was. Mm. So does that have any? Uh, long term issues. Do you yeah, know? I picked, I picked the worst thing to be really? wildlife, you know, wildlife photography and being out in, uh, in in cold, cramped conditions. So yeah, long term, it's 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 arthritis, but it's 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 it is it's manageable, unless mm-hmm. I overdo it. But I usually overdo it. So, uh, you know, the things that I, things that I, I, it's always good to sort of look back at where I was a couple of years ago. I think. And sometimes I get frustrated if I have if I have sort of problems and you know struggling with pain and I think oh God, you know, what am I doing? And then I think back a couple of years ago and, and and I was it was just it was impossible it was impossible. I went out to to India was the first thing that I the first thing that I did after I sold my house and uh, and I remember I couldn't even manage the car journey. It was because just the time with my knees being contracted it was so bad. I was using you know. Mm-hmm. Cortical steroids, um, stronger sort of immunosuppressants like methotrexate, uh, like ibuprofen gel, and you know, ibuprofen mm. tablets as well. And it was just just doing that just to get through the day, and then you know walking from you know uh, the safari thing was. I thought, well, I can I can do that because you know, sitting in the vehicle. But even mm. that was, mm. was difficult. But it, yeah, just just a couple of weeks ago, I was in the Cairngorms and the mountains in the Cairngorms, taking twenty kilos of camera gear up a mountain. To photograph hairs, and yeah, it's uncomfortable. But I think you know, I think, oh god, what is this? Just so, so, so painful, so painful. And after doing it for two weeks, you know, I come back and I need to take a couple of days, you know, to or or, or longer. I've still got you know some sort of you know <laughs> hanging niggles from that. So niggles a little bit more than that. But uh, yeah, it would have been impossible. So yeah. yeah, maybe taking a look back where you, you know. I know. I mean, I've I've been through an experience that has. I've had to do similar thing and that, you know, I have a background, I, I 
went to uni, got business studies degree, first class, went into management consultancy in industry. And but I have a chronic neck pain and shoulder pain issue. And it was so bad that I was working in a desk job um, and all I was doing is then finishing work, coming home and I would have to lie down. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did for, for nearly two years at work. Mm. And, 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 and because something like that isn't immediately physically obvious. Yeah. But you're right, it, that was, and, and, and now that you know, the, the situation would be the same if I was in a full-time teaching job as I was. You, you, you're right. You can't. You, you don't. You, you can't no, work in a normal you can't do sense. Anything else. You can't work in a normal sense. I think that's the freedom that um, working for yourself gives you. If mm. you have a bad day, then you can take half a day off. A day off. Mm. Nobody's going to sack you for that. Yeah. Because yeah. you work for yeah. yourself, and you can make up that time another day, yeah. and that's what I found. Um, but mentally, that place is. It's tough to get through, to get beyond, and like you say, even now I, I'll have bad days, and like you say, you, you've got to look back to where I was mm. in that job every, you know, more or less every weekend, every evening. I'm in bed and pain. If I wasn't working, I'm in bed and pain, and uh, but it, yeah, you know, and then but if you can come past that and you kind of come out the other side you know how to manage it better and you're you've got well for me anyway I don't know if it's the same for you like different strategies in place to deal with everything that comes along with it um um physical and, and mental strategies then you're you kind of better for anything else that might come your way oh yeah 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 <laughs> I'm bad. Yeah, yeah. There's, 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 there's a few other things that have happened since, and and it's just like, uh, before that they would have been devastating, but because you know that's that to me that was the worst thing that could have, could yeah. have ever ever happened, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because of the sort of physicality and the gym and the training and stuff, and it was just like you know, I remember not long before I got ill, I gave up riding motorbikes. I, I you know talk about you know the wildlife and stuff. It's completely the opposite. Yeah. And, and I, I and I loved I loved bikes. I still give it up. I suppose. My eye is drawn to the odd one every so often, and I sort of reminisce a little bit. But I stopped because I thought if I get an injury, I'd be devastated. I wouldn't be able to if I couldn't. Yeah. If I lost my mobility, and it was like that was the overriding thing, and I kind of gave that up, and, and then, then I got ill. It was like, uh, yeah. So um, yeah, the, when something like that's happened and you've gone through it, you sort of think, well, what's the worst that can happen? It's yeah. already it's already happened. So yeah. you know, you know that you, it, it, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, no matter how bad things can get, you can get through it. Yeah, because something like that, it, it just I don't know, bulldozes your life. For me, you've and you, you've had to change your job. Your well, for me again, where I live, um, my financial situation, um, it just spans out into every part of your life, and you've got to kind of bring in strategies to manage that. And, and it's uh, it, you know, like well done to both of us. That's what I say. And there's always, and you put it put it into perspective. I mean, I, I think from when I was working as a teacher, you, I saw students who dealt with things that you know, even comparison to what I think I've been through. It, you know, the drop in the ocean, you know, sort of, you know, degenerative. Um, 
conditions where they're losing their sight and, oh, and, exactly, and, yeah. and, 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 and a home situation that would just you know, it leaves you with you know very few options <clears throat> so you know it, 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 having something you know that's the that you've gone through gives you a lot of better understanding of other people and appreciation and empathy, you know, for what other people Definitely. Uh, have, have gone through and yeah. Definitely. So uh, that that's the that's the other thing. You sort of think, yeah, okay, but it could be, it could always be worse, which is yeah, it could that's be worse. Totally, no. <laughs> just, just to change the positive. Uh, <laughs> no, I know exactly what you mean, though. But it's it's that perspective, isn't it? You you mentioned yeah. that you say it's. But that if change happens, you know, change happens, you can change everything. You can do something completely different. You know, there's always that there are other things. There's other things in life. You know, there are all the things that you hold so important. And, and if things get mm. reshuffled for whatever reason, there are plenty. There are other things out there. You know, yeah. Other, other directions to go in. Yeah. So what what's for you in the future, ideally? Then. Um, I'd like to sort of take groups. Um, out as a as a guide, and not really as a photographer. I mean, a lot of what I've done, the, the guiding that I've done, I've quite often leave a camera at home, um, which is which is nice. Taking other people out, and, and the taste that I got for that in India the last six months was uh, was you know, something I'd like to do as a, you know, more of as a career. Photography is very difficult. Selling images is very difficult. I sold very few, uh, a few just sort of you know individuals, a few to travel agencies that have you know used used use my images in marketing uh, aside from that and they're all beautiful so it yeah, must be difficult yeah. it must be difficult it, it, is, it is difficult because you put I mean uh, the, the, <clears throat> a couple of images here locally are working with uh, like I said the, the kingfishers and, and mm. foxes and things locally and it's months of work it's, mm. it's, it's tens of thousands of pounds worth of equipment months of work yeah. to to get you know maybe one image and you think you know what value then do you place on that image and I you know I, I might sell my prints for sort of a, you know hundred pounds seventy five pounds something like that mm. I think well actually <laughs> you know I mean that's maybe you know a, a, a day's a day's wages as a as a as a lecturer as a you know a teaching thereabouts it's not a day's worth of work it's it's you know, yeah. it's months worth of work and 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 a, and a, a heap of investment in equipment to get that to get that image. Yeah, I don't think I, I just think most people appreciate that. No, I don't. I didn't. So I did have. I mean, I did have. So and I still sell images, and um, uh, I, I, I've done some sort of guiding it to you know people you know paying for my time to take them to different wildlife spots and give them some tuition with photography, but uh, it, it it can it, it was it felt quite demotivating to to put. Mm a relatively low price on an image mm. and then try and sell it. And, and as a result, I've taken sort of uh, that, that sort of side down off my, from my website and my um, uh, social media profile. So if people want to buy images, then just let, uh, ask, you know? It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean to say it's going to be like a massive price. And sometimes, you know, I've, 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 sometimes I've, I've given images away. If somebody's got a good reason, I want this, can I use it mm. because of this? Or, you know what, here's, I'm going to give you the image. You can have it, you know. Um, yeah. Just, I'll just email them a copy over or something like that. You know, if it's generous people that I know, and I trust that they're not going to try and uh, <laughs> kind of flog it themselves or something. <laughs> and that feels better. Doing that feels so much better than selling it for you know a, a price that is never going to be comparable to the amount yeah. of work that's gone into getting it. So, I, I mean, at the moment, yeah, it's 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 only a few years really, you know, in, in this direction, and I'm just hoping that you know I've got to keep improving and keep getting better. If I get a recognition for the work, that's great. Uh, if it leads to opens other doors, which which is you know it has started to do, then I 
let's just see just see where it goes yeah so the main focus really at the moment is just trying to improve <coughs> get you know get mm. better because I suppose I mean guiding really appeals to me wow you to to show people around these amazing places but I guess in I don't know what's in the future for you but then for me for instance I can't <laughs> say goodbye yeah, children yeah. I'm going to go to India for two yeah. weeks to guide <laughs> so I guess it's um Again, that's that's something else that you've got to fit into the equation. Uh, you know your your future plans for the rest of your life and how it fits in with, yeah. you know, what you want to do long term. I guess, I guess selling images is more. You can be wherever you need to be in the world doing that, but guiding you you have you to, to be, be yeah, yes. in a specific the, the, You're right. I mean, being in the uh, uh, centre of the city in the Midlands is is not ideal. You know, in the UK, the, the people make you know a good you know a, a, a reasonable living out of it. If you're on the west coast of Scotland or in the mountains in the Cairngorms, or you know if you if you if you've got these locations to hand, then it mm. makes life a hell of a lot easier. And 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 really, it's probably one of the worst places on the planet. You know, or the hardest places on the planet to do it. Uh, some of the places where you do find wildlife aren't necessarily romantic. And when you produce, you know, sometimes you know produce images, and it can be quite misleading that you know. You've got these, you know, beautiful birds and in amongst sort of, you know, rushes and things like that. And then the reality is you, you're sat on a canal bank surrounded by <laughs> dog poo in the house. <laughs> and uh, it's not, it's, yeah, it's not, um, it's not, it's not, it's not the best location. So relocation would be great if I could get the opportunity, if I got the opportunity to relocate to somewhere like Scotland or, you know, another country would, yeah, would, would be great. Well, yeah. One thing I do think there's the, the the guiding. I think there's there's a there's not enough provision for having gone through you know limited mobility and then spent a couple of years with things being really difficult and wanting to get out. That isn't something that's really addressed. You know, you you need to be fairly mobile. And it's 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 hard. I'm not not entirely sure how you get around it. Um, so getting people up to sort of photograph hairs on the side of a mountain, things like that, you know, the, the, the people that do the deer stalking, the deer shooting, have got, you know, six wheel buggies that go over all terrain. But, you know, trying to get those people engaged, those people that use the landscape for, for, for one thing, that might appear to be at loggerheads with sort of, you know, the wildlife and yeah. uh, to, to get people who can't access those places would be good. Yeah. Um, hard to approach because, you know, I'm, I, I find that difficult. I approach, I have to approach landowners to photograph on their land. And there's always a there's a distrust, you know, because you're you know they see you as being one of these you know <laughs> animal rights sort of crazies, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they don't want you anywhere near the land because a lot of things that go on, you know, just just a, a part of farming, you know, it's not. It, 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 it's very it's very different. <laughs> it's a very different approach, mm-hmm. and I understand that. So, uh, yeah, I have had sort of thoughts along those lines, you know, but I need to engage with with people, landowners, and um, it's it's. It's something I think that needs to be done. There's a, there's a lot there's a lot out there, but you need to be fairly mobile. Yeah, yeah. It's an, it's interesting though, isn't it? I can appreciate. I just kind of look at your position and mm. think, oh, the possibilities. Mm. You know, because you haven't got that, the restriction of, like you say, children, the house that kind of keeps you in one spot, etc., yeah, etc. Yeah. Yeah, I need to take advantage of it. I need to make, you know, and I, I will, you know, so take, 
grab the opportunities while I can, which is what I've been, which is what I've been doing. A little bit slow at the moment, but that's you know. It's, it's oh, you mentioned um, getting in with the likes of the BBC. Was that presenting at, on the BBC? I, or was I, that could, I would, yeah, I'd quite like to do that. I'd, I'd, uh, the other thing is, you've got so there's so much competition, and, and there are so many people with you know podcasts and blogs and YouTube tube blogs, and they're they're, they're so bloody enthusiastic. <laughs> And, and it's, it's, it just seems a little bit over the top, I think, sometimes, you know. Yes, here, here, here I am, here's this, and, and I understand, yeah. you know, that marketing kind of, that's, that's not my thing, you know. I, I, I like doing what I do, and uh, but the, the sort of, you know, blowing your own trumpet, it's not, it's not my thing. But that, maybe, James, that's your uh, USP, you know. <laughs> yeah, You're okay. not going to sit there giving it all <laughs> but then you, 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 you're in a you know you, you're part of a, a huge crowd of people that are trying to do the same thing and you know it's um i think though i think though what happens is it's a large amount of luck actually as well yeah you not know? to say because you could pour so much effort in and you could yeah, be that enthusiastic exactly. beaming smiles and everything's you know isn't yeah. this amazing and blah 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 you know and and, and, and constantly doing it every day and updating your blog every day and new pictures of you doing amazing things, but the reality is you know, quite often very different. And you're right, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be successful. Yeah. But that's the that's the the impression that they create. The social media thing is it's difficult. I, I, I really don't, I'm not. I mean, actually, my own personal social media pages, I don't touch them because I don't want to. <laughs> you know, I just sort of, I update the images and I enjoy sharing them and I like getting the feedback. Um, but I, I, I'd rather not have to... I'd rather not have to have my phone with me at all. Really, I love going to I love going to places where there's no contact, and you know. Um, but I think that's that's probably you know quite useful, really. You know, in, in a way, I, I can sort of just just disconnect and, and still enjoy it. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think that's everybody's cup of tea. I like. I love time on on my own, out in the wild. Um, but strangely enough, you you should mention this this phone issue. It's hard that if I'm not with my phone, mm. I, I very much feel alone on my own. And where is where is everything? Who where is everybody? Because <laughs> my phone isn't there. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> not reality though, is it? It's, like, it's becoming reality. It's, it's so important for promoting yourself, and, and it certainly it's helped me. You know, open doors. You know, and you, you've got to, you know, got to have some a platform for, for showing what you do. And then if that's what mm. you want to do, you've got to do it. Um, but just be aware that you know everybody's everybody's got their pound of flesh to sell and and, and mm. pushing. You know, this 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 lifestyle and this image, and it's it's you know it's not not necessarily yeah. the way things really are. No, <laughs> I think wild, like the wildlife photography stuff is probably you know one of the, a, a good example. You know. You know, there's lots of ways of going about it. You can, you can, you can go and uh, you can, you can, you can sort of pay to go to go to certain places. People rent out hides where animals visit. And, you know, it costs more money. Um, mm. Your 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 chances of getting stuff are better probably. Um, but I don't feel like you're really engaging so much. You know, with the wildlife, and you haven't found the location. You haven't mm. had the. You haven't gone through the short term pain <laughs> to yes, get a long term okay. gain. So it's not something I really do, and, and, and a lot of people, you know, people can do that, and it's great. And, you know, I have I have done it. I've done it. I, I visited a hive in Finland with uh, with bears, and it's it was an incredible experience, but it's very immediate. 
and, and people will, will do that and they can create this impression, you know, online impression that they've gone out and explored Finland and they've explored here and they've done this. And, well, you got on a plane, get in a car, get taken <laughs> to it, you got you get provided with your breakfast and you know a hot bed you know, and, and, and hot meals and uh, and it's it's all very much sort of organised and managed yeah. and that's become a huge huge industry. Yeah. Uh, and I think that can create a, a, a false impression as well. So yeah, you know, yeah. those those sort of yeah, online uh, online impressions are, are to be taken with a pinch of salt, including yeah. my own. I, <laughs> I remember, but I, I mean, and I've, I think I've, I've always been a bit like that. But I remember significantly. I, I must have been about I don't know what, how old would I, maybe nineteen, nineteen, twenty, something like that. And I remember getting a, a map of the world. And, you know, saying to someone, right, um, well, I just want to live in a mud hut somewhere. Uh, it's got to have some water there cause, because I want to wash myself. And, uh, and, and that's about it. So where, can I, where in the world can I go to? Where is this opportunity? And this person just says, well, there's no world like that. No. <laughs> and I've just, I was just devastated because yeah. I just thought, this is just that's just all I want. I don't want anything. Yeah. I don't want anything more. I mean, wouldn't life be? Yeah, you, 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 it's a trade-off, isn't it? You can think, you know, you've got the access to medical care. Yeah, and, I was just thinking that. Yeah. And, and, and and you know the support network, you know, of you know family or government as well. You know, things things do go wrong. There are there are things that can help you out. But yeah, you, you what's the, I, I probably would. I, I, I probably would. I, I probably would abandon everything. I was very close, actually. One of the other things that I thought, you know, had had I, had I been sort of more mobile and and without being dependent on um, medication at the time, I would have bought like a truck and just driven off and camp wherever. And I still, yes. I still would like the idea of doing that yeah. and, and living completely off grid. You know. Yes, I really. It, it's strange like that because idea. that's that's at odds with photography. Photog- photography is a, a tech world, you know. Yes. And, and and I have to be I have to be sort of involved in that. You know, it takes a lot of there's a lot of sort of you know uh, countless bloody hard drives and you know laptops and you know uh, computers to have to sort of deal with it. And, you know, yeah. expensive lenses and camera equipment and batteries and chargers yes. and you know needing ludicrous. If I go away and I've got sort of you know half a dozen chargers on the go at the time, you know, every time sort of <laughs> rotating batteries and it just it's just crazy. But yeah, to to. If I could take that little bit as well and keep that somehow, but everything else just you know, complete, yeah. completely sort of you know out, out there, in, in the wilderness and uh, yeah would would be fantastic. I'd quite like to do something. I've got it's about plans in the future, so I'd quite like to um, go for some species that are really sort of difficult to find. Maybe sort of things in Europe, you know, wolves in Europe. I've always had a thing for you know, finding sort of these these things that used to be here in the UK, wolves and lynx. Trying wow. to find those in Europe and photograph them, and, and, and just watching them as well. Even just you know, spending yeah. time with them with the yeah. binoculars, um, but doing that and sort of camping or using a, a sort of camper van type type thing. Yeah. A bit of a. <laughs> so yeah, maybe I, know, that's I, this... I keep looking at caravans, you know, and thinking. Yeah, I, but I need it. The caravan it? experience is hell, though, isn't it? I mean, like you know, especially the ones where you're on with a couple of hundred other people on a on a field. I, I don't think that's the yeah no no I just want to be on on my own yeah, 
that, but but doing that, even though you look at that, you, for example, you couldn't do that in this country because it's illegal. I've also lo- yes, yeah. I've also looked into this exactly. In Scotland, there are a few wild camping spots. I mean, there's um, one of my favourite places in Scotland is a, a mull, so the Isle of Mull, and there are quite a few wild camping places where you can you could pitch up, you, know, you could take a motorhome or you could take a tent. Uh, uh, generally, people are quite respectful of you know the place. Very rare that you see sort of you know litter and mess and you know mm-hmm. remnants of sort of campfires that haven't been dealt with properly. Uh, so you can you can have that sort of experience. You know, it's not it's not New too places. far. Yeah, you still got to drive. You know, it's like a seven hour drive, or whatever, to get up there, then get the ferry, and then get onto the island. And you know, weather permitting, it can be perhaps put a dampener on your you know romantic ideas. But you know, <laughs> if the weather's good, it's probably one of the, you know, the best most enjoyable places yeah. in, 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 well, in the world, you know, having gone to other places and you've still got the hustle and bustle of all the travel and getting on planes, which is no fun. Yeah. You know, comparatively, a, a long drive and a ferry, a ferry across and to get somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. wild and... It's... I, I would love to have a, a work that I could do that I could travel anywhere I wanted to and I guess I'm always working to en- engineer that. <laughs> Yeah. But, I mean, are, are there, because I watch Ben Togel's Lives in the Wild, because I've got a special interest in, <laughs> in living in the wild. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, he's quite nice, but, but no, <laughs> Lives in the Wild. Yeah. And uh, I think, where, you know, where are they exactly, I think? You know, can I get there? Can I do it? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, do you know of anywhere? Do you know of anywhere well, that I can this, go? Well, this, this, and... this, this harks back to that social media thing. There are very few of these people that haven't got a significant... They're always, like, an architect or, a, a, you know, my wife's a surgeon. And, well, we've just had such stressful lives, but, you know, they've, they've got whatever, you know... They've, they've got maybe a they've house got, that they're, they're, they're renting out. They've got a quarter of a million yeah. in the bank to, 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 to you know, yeah. to fall back on. Yeah. Uh, there's very. I don't think there's many people that do that, and it's they're taking you know risking everything to do it. Mm. Uh, I'm sure they're out there, but they're probably not living in a you know the, the happy sort of you know comfortable. Mm. If if you, if you thought you were risking everything and things didn't go to plan, you can you knew you could never go back home. I don't think they would be yeah. happy and yeah. they would be on TV and it's this is, this is what they <laughs> it's are. sort of the difference between you know almost being homeless and uh, and these these folks have got they've got the yeah I, I think it, oh, maybe a long term plan is to have a house to let out and live yeah maybe yeah live off the income yeah, and yeah, if you, I mean if you could if you could do that. They're very expensive, aren't they? Even these these motorhomes, you know, because I, I I do look, you know, even even a sort of cheaper option, you know, you you're still looking at twenty thirty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could go for really cheap, but then I don't. I wouldn't want to be going somewhere that's going to break down. You want to be driving yeah. around in the wilderness in a, in a, in a, in a you know, a yeah. old VW Caddy that's done like two hundred thousand miles. I don't think that's, I don't no. think that's worth the risk. It would be more stressful and less enjoyable. <laughs> Do you know any of anywhere in the world that you you can just exist? It, so say say if you, well say if you did or didn't have the money actually. Is there anywhere you can actually live without needing to pay anyone anything that that the land could provide you with your with everything? With everything I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know with with everything and it's just. It, it's a bit of a rough, rough existence. I think that's what you'd mm. have to accept. 
I mean, I do know there's a, there's a guy, and I've spoken to him a couple of times, who lives on mole in a van. And he's there most of the year. I, I, from conversations with him, he has got, he's got a house that he bought in Hungary and learned some land in Hungary or something, or something like that. But um, he's, he's there when I've been there, even sort of, you know, February, March, when the weather's, you know, not, not necessarily particularly warm, it's still quite cold at night, a lot of rain. Uh, he's been there in the summer as well, and he collects uh, cockles, so he, he, he picks, you know, rakes, rakes for cockles, right. sells them. Oh. Um, there are facilities on the island, so you can just use like showers and toilets and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. There's a paid turnstile, so you put like 20p or 50p or something like that, so it's not difficult. Uh, and, and he's been there for a couple of years. So there, yeah, there are people that do, but this is a guy who lives in a van at the side of the road. <laughs> he's a nice guy, and, but you know, would, would, you, would you want to do that day in, yeah. day out? I don't know. I don't know. I... And, and other way, any elsewhere in the world? I mean, there are people that do that. It would have to be warm enough, James. It would be, yeah. Me. Okay. Look at some of the villages. I mean, I've been in India as well, because I've been you know, several several times now to India, to central India, and, and you, know, you look at the way that the, the villages live and that sort of uh, that basic lifestyle, and that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing every day, every day of their lives. But it's it's hard, you know, if somebody gets ill. You know, that would be the only thing for me, in, yeah. you know health health yeah, care that's it there's no there's no help it's I don't know very I think precarious. I could do for it though still yeah 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 because can't you come back can't, if you're really <laughs> well, can't you be flown back <laughs> I suppose so I suppose so you've always got that yeah I'm a British citizen yeah <laughs> I suppose I suppose but well, you, you've got to find you got to find a way in, haven't you, to a community? You can't just rock up. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, there, there's quite strict. I mean, it's difficult because I only really having India to talk about. But um, there are quite strict rules in terms of you know you're not able to buy property as a as a, as a non hmm. uh, you know non sort of. Would a mud hut classify as a property? Indian resident, yeah, just the land, isn't it? It's access to the land. But if you were to go and if you were to marry somebody, then you know. Uh, <laughs> It was suggested while I was out there. <laughs> really? Yeah, because yeah, I, did, I did quite enjoy it. But, uh, but then you think, uh, that's, uh, yeah. No, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Yeah. You know, as I say, since since a young age, you know, yeah. I just think, wow, oh, just live very simply. Just... Yeah, I, 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 I guess, I guess you could, I guess you could try. I mean, the thing to do is do it for, you know, plan to do it for a short amount of time and see how it goes and then, mm. and then make the commitment if you think that it's, you know, if your, your test has worked. Mm-hmm. Um, so, having said that you're not a big social media fan, where can <laughs> people get you? <laughs> so, uh, Instagram and Facebook, uh, it's uh, JR Wildlife, so James, James Rogerson. And uh, our website is uh, jr-wildlife.com. But the, uh, the social media profile is probably where I update things. It's been really interesting talking to you. And I'll just put bits and bobs in the show notes as well and put your, where people can find you in the show notes as well. Okay.